All right, going to start the show now. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 137. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And dad shorts. What? Dad shorts. Do you know how comfy these things are? Uh. I'm in a dad short state of mind, <coughs> Chuck. I am, I am, I, I'm living the dream. You're, you're living the dad shorts dream? Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about them is, is they have this stretchy waistband. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. That's, uh, that's a thing. A soft little room for the, you know, the you know, things to move around in. Can I ask you something? Sure, yeah. Before you came in my house, you uh-huh. were outside in, on, on the lawn with a ruler. What were you, what were you doing? Oh, it, nothing to worry about. But? Don't, don't worry about it. You, why, why were you? Your, your grass is half an inch too long. What? No, it's all right. You you'll get a letter. It'll be fine. <laughs> Are you going to start a petition about my my grass? No, no, no. It's actually part of your HOA ranks. <laughs> what what did you 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 didn't? I know she didn't ride here. Well, I I rode here in style. In style. Well, so you were on so there. A, I was minding my own business. Bike? Drive not exactly. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, I, there I was driving up in my uh, <clears throat> silver SUV. Um, Your what? My silver SUV. Silver and, what? SUV. SUV what? <laughs> Me. <laughs> my dad car in my dad shorts uh-huh. and my dad flip-flops. And I got out and I was measuring your yard because your grass is a half inch too long according to HOA regs. You signed the HOA regs, Chuck. Is that why you brought a lawnmower in the back of the SUV? No, I just figured you could use one. <laughs> So you've got a new car. Yes. Yes, I do. You, you, it's super awesome, and I feel cool all the time when what? riding it. Really? Super cool. What? Because the air cool. conditioning? Yes. <laughs> and the butt cooler? I am cool. Tell me. I don't under. You said this thing had a butt cooler. Yeah, it's got this thing, vented seats, which I never had heard of, and what? I was like, bullshit, that can't hell? possibly be a thing. It's got freaking vented seats. What it blows thing? cool air on your ass. Really? <laughs> yes. Which sounds really dumb, but it's actually kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of think of think of getting in the car when it's like eight thousand gajillion degrees. Uh-huh. What's the first thing that happens? I, I don't know. Your butt sticks to the seat. Butt sticks to the seat. Because <laughs> you get into your car naked. I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> Do your dad shorts not go far enough? Yeah, they're short dad shorts. You know how it is. <laughs> Those long ones just make you look like a gangster. Oh. Yeah, like those damn teenage kids who keep coming around and walking across my grass in the front lawn. Uh-huh. Yeah, or driving with their music really loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're Miley Cyrus. Sometimes I go out on the street and yell at them, Slow down! <laughs> it doesn't seem to work for some reason. So you realize by buying this car, the last, last shred of credibility you had to, to being young or hip mm-hmm. is just Gone. You know, I gotta be honest, there were, there were several colors I could choose this SUV in. There was old people red, which wasn't acceptable because it's old people red. Sure. Old people black. Uh-huh. Uh, old people gray. Uh-huh. Um, there is the I've given up on cool silver, which I ended up going with. Uh-huh. And of course, there's everyone's current favorite, the brown people make me nervous pearl white color. <laughs> um, didn't go for that one. Uh-huh. You know. Went Yet. for the I've given up on cool silver. <laughs> yeah. So. And to think, this is the same dude who used to laugh at me and Claire. 
What a fucking different world it is I live in today, Chuck. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It was like, what, five years? Uh, yeah, well, you know, pro- approximately a couple years before I started getting into the kid range, you yeah. know, so, you know. Yeah. You would, you would point, you would laugh, and you say, I mm-hmm. feel sorry for you schmucks that live in suburbia mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. your dad cars and your mm-hmm. dad shorts. Oh, yeah. yeah. And look at you agonizing over your grass. Yep. I actually have the shittiest grass in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> you've, you've taken the, the time to notice that. Shit! <laughs> this has backfired horribly! <laughs> wow, the neighbors have really good grass. <laughs> I gotta talk to them about that. You, no, I already had that conversation with my neighbors. He's like, how does this, how does this, how does this grass look so good in his freaking lawn is, or his freaking driveway is always perfectly shoveled? What does he use on it? I looked over at him and said, he uses retirement. <laughs> yeah. So you've just given up. I've just given up. You've just given yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, the Strom, the Strom was one tiny nail in the coffin, but it was still a motorcycle. Um, yeah, now, I, I would even have called the Strom a nail, not even a tack in the coffin. Not compared to the SUV, no. No, once you went off that cliff, man, you went fast. I was, I was going. You for were it. cliff diving. <laughs> no brakes. Somewhere at the bottom is a Morgan. <laughs> No, no limbs to try to slow you down. No, nope, just, no, nope. just, just wily coyote style. Yeah, <laughs> the ambo parachute and everything. <laughs> How's it feel, Todd? It's strangely comfortable. Yeah, this is the important question. This mm-hmm. is the big question. Yeah, yeah. Is there younger you looking at you, being like, dude, you are really lame? Almost certainly. <laughs> but you haven't run into him. I haven't met him yet. You haven't met him yet. I know the fucker's out there. He's there. He's out there. He's, he's waiting. Like, oh god, <laughs> so lame. He's drinking his espresso. So lame. <laughs> I'm drinking the freaking espresso. Thank you very much. Oh shit! Give me back that coffee. He's drinking something else then. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too old to kick your ass. <laughs> Especially now there's coffee on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about that <laughs> yeah i'd say the one the one thing it's really done for me and i will continue to make fun of every bike in the world relentlessly just because i can okay but you know th- there's nothing like having your life just utterly go 180 degrees in a different direction over the course of becoming a dad and being all suburban to make you think you know maybe i don't know fucking everything <laughs> <laughs> it's just possible that I don't know everything. I'm glad we record this. <laughs> I'm making that a ringtone. I didn't say it was certain. <laughs> that's that's going to be my new Todd ringtone. It's just possible. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going ed- to edit that first part out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know everything. <laughs> that's why uh, I know I'm lying. Todd's calling. <laughs> <laughs> There's Todd. <laughs> so so speaking speaking of big changes in the wind. Yes. Listeners will recall very early in our tenure on Wheel Nerds, specifically the So Drunk We Could Barely String a Sentence Together episode two. Episode two, yeah. Yes. But we proposed bounce houses to be more fun. And, you know, I, honestly, I'd still rather go to a dealer event and go to a bounce house. Throw on all our gear and just go bouncing. Woo! That would be cool. Pictures! Yeah. Well, it seems... Would it be the, the responsible dad thing to do? Is it where the kids can see us? Almost certainly. Mm. <laughs> we are in gear. We are. Let's we'll just pull the visors down. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll hear over to Cena. You're late, Dad. 
<laughs> yes, your daughter is getting older. I have noticed that you've been getting steadily lamer somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the weird lame rays are starting to come and hit you. <laughs> It'll happen to you, Todd. I know. It'll happen to you. I know, but right now I can laugh at you because I'm not there yet. It's coming. <laughs> All the things I get to laugh at you about, you just have to be like, just wait about five, six years. Okay. <laughs> Here comes. You Here too. comes the train. Your ticket's already punched. <laughs> okay, bounce houses. Back bounce houses. Bounces. Well, it seems somebody was listening. Really? Yes. Listener Matt in New York actually found a local Father's Day uh, event with a bounce house at it that they even advertised. Father's Day Carnival, a benefit for the Haven Men's Shelter. Carnival Games, bounce house, dunking Dunky booth. Yeah, and then he actually went. This is my favorite part. He goes. Mm-hmm. And he takes pictures of the bounce house. That's awesome. Just to verify that there is, in fact, really a bounce house there. My only real objection to it is that it kind of looks like the bounce house is not quite big enough for adults to be in. Uh, Which, frankly, is bullshit. Disappointing. But they're getting closer. It's warmer. Warmer, warmer. You think... that it, We see the name of this dealership. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not related to either of us. Okay. <laughs> No relation. <laughs> what you need are bounce houses. Get on it, bitch. That would be that would be pretty good. You know, uh, our local dealer, not Harley, but uh, BMW, Ducati, mm-hmm. Eurosports. Yep. They were just doing some sort of big party today. Yeah, with a bounce house. No, no you bounce guess. house. I didn't see a band either. Oh, strange. I mean, um, I could see it from my gym. My gym's like right behind them. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm all like, oh, I could go there and ride motorcycles, or I could just do this particular exercise until I throw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that would <laughs> <That'd> be better. <laughs> then I won't have to get the bigger size of dad shorts. <laughs> well, you know the elastic waistband. <laughs> it only goes so far. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Well, you know, there's something I want to show you, Todd. Okay. So, say I, I go to a gym. Mm-hmm. I go yeah. To a gym. Uh, and from cardio, there's a treadmill. Right, yeah, okay. You've been on a treadmill? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. walking, but it sucks. Yeah, now haven't you ever, well, exactly, it kind of sucks. You might watch your iPad or TV. Haven't yeah. you ever been on the treadmill and you're like, what if I could take my treadmill outside? You mean walking? No. Have you ever wanted to take your treadmill outside? I can't say as I, what the actual fuck is that? Now you can. Oh my god. It's the treadmill bicycle because apparently this needed to be invented. So yeah, this the the video is in our show notes on the site. It is a bicycle with an electric motor that you activate with, with your, the treadmill. treadmill. What? Wait, 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 back up. Back up. So the treadmill doesn't move the bike. No, well, I it mean, just I think activates it, an electric motor. I, yeah, maybe it's the throttle or because the you won't button. be able to charge an electric motor with a treadmill that fast. Yeah, it's just it's it, it's uh and so you could walk faster? You mean running? Eh, running's too much work. Dad's well, why, not, why, why not walk on a treadmill uh, bike? Yeah. <laughs> walk on a treadmill bike. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that's a terrible freaking idea. <laughs> why not just get an electric bike? And look then at electric- all the fun you, you could look at nature all around you as it speeds by. At 12 miles an hour. Yeah. While you attempt to walk on the treadmill without accidentally catching a foot. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, I can't see anything possibly wrong with this. No. No, no. No. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't invented in America. 
Oh, this is God. one of those few things I can be like, thank God it's not made here. I feel like we dodged a bullet on that. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's plenty to make up for. But <laughs> so, I mean, Some other American is sitting here and is going, you know what I need? A blanket with sleeves. Mm-hmm. But there was none of them going, you know what I need? A treadmill I can ride outside. Well, the one is for being fat and sitting on the couch. The other is for walking. Is <laughs> exercise. Now, Come if it on. was a way to avoid exercise, like the shake weight, then mm. an American would have Ah, yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, speaking of, of things you need, Chuck, yes. I found the bargain of the century for you. You know, I know you've got, you've got two bikes, and sometimes you need to, you know, you have a Buell. Oh, sometimes I didn't tell a you. Buell, what? I didn't tell you. What? Listeners. You know what's down in the garage? What's down in the garage? A brand spanking new Ninja 300. Really? You know whose it's not? Yours. Exactly. <laughs> What's that doing in your garage? My neighbor's wife won't let him keep it in the garage. <laughs> Wait, he, he, he's supposed to keep it outside? Nope, he keeps it in my garage. Um, and he gave me the keys and he said, take it for a spin whenever you want. And here's 50 bucks. Huh. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I smell a test drive. <laughs> Stay tuned, listeners. We'll yeah, tell it's you like, all it's about a the 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have to be. I, I took it out for a ride. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Cool. Um, I I actually kind of had fonder memories of my old Ninja 250. Yeah, so that could just be nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But it was it was fun. Cool. I had a good time on it. Well, but yeah, we can just bang around the fuck on. Who cares? Oh, nice. Let's go <laughs> not bounce it off the rev limiter a few times. <laughs> I mean, you sort of have to in small ninja. Yeah, you just you have to ring its neck. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Power rev limiter. Yep. But okay, so bargain of the century. Bargain for, for my three bikes of the century <laughs> for for another bike because hmm. let's be honest, one of them is a Buell, yep. and sometimes it's going to break down. You need a motorcycle ramp like this one. I do need new. New 10, 2 inch by 12 foot inch by 10 foot motorcycle ramp with steel end $40. This is, this, this is a, this is a 2 by 12. Well, as you can see by the measurements, yes, this ramp is a 2 inch by 12 inch by 10 foot motorcycle ramp with steel end for $40. So if I get bored with it, I make furniture with it? Uh, I think, I think it's already bored. <laughs> This is literally just a board. It is a 2x12 with the steel end somebody's put on it steel, and is yeah. selling as a motorcycle ramp. For 40 bucks. This is marketing genius right here is what this is. I would not want to ride a bike up that ramp. No, I'm just imagining <laughs> halfway up and it goes... <laughs> and then just like catapults you off. <laughs> and then you land neatly in the bed of the <laughs> This is a... It's a two by twelve with a metal end. Yeah, I can't tell from the picture how does the metal end is secured. To the, the metal board. end is is just hooked over the edge of the tailgate. Yeah, but how's it hooked to the board? I don't know. Probably screwed on, nailed on. You know what? It's probably duct taped on. It, yeah, this is a forty dollar ramp. <laughs> yeah, that, back, duct back taped up, on. duct tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, not 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 that fancy duct tape. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the this the, is the Harbor Freight duct tape. <laughs> Harbor Freight duct tape. You have to like triple wrap to get it to stick. <laughs> it sticks at like one temperature and one temperature only. Oh, but wow. you know you could use this for your Buell to 
uh, break it <laughs> to ride halfway up and then have it hilariously go <laughs> throw you through the air. With my Buell, I could just see it sagging and just sadly touching the ground. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm at. I'm actually just imagining it would just snap when you got halfway up the ramp. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the metal part comes and hits you in the head. I guess I better sell this for 40 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Motorcycle ramp. It looks yours. like it's been used. That's the funniest part. It's it's clearly got a very distinct bend in it, yeah. just from its own weight. It looks like it's got a tire mark. Oh, yeah, it does have a tire yeah. mark up. That, I, was, that was a sporting trip. I would be scared. That was a sporting trip up and down that board right yeah. there. That's... Yep. There you go. Bargain of the century. Oh, okay. Get on it now. Of course, somebody else does. But can I... Okay, can we ride this up it? Ooh, a trike, 1991 VW, Mina, Arkansas. What the hell is that? Well, it's the ass end of an old VW bug, and somebody decided there's... Again? Well, that it, it's an easy engine. That's the thing. You can cut the entire front two-thirds off of a Volkswagen bug, and all you've cut off, basically, is sheet metal in the steering. Uh-huh. There's nothing else up there. And so he decided to change that with... Uh, yep, so he decided to put plate. diamond plate. Well, because, you know, nothing's cool until it has diamond plate, Chuck. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, diamond I mean, plate If I learn cool. nothing else from watching eight seasons of American Chopper, mm-hmm. it's that diamond plate. diamond plate. Diamond plate everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so he's covered up what could have been a very cool bug back in, which is probably rusted out to hell. I'm sure the engine's in great shape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pre-electronic ignition. That makes it sound cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hipsters would be all over this thing. <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, he's mounted the end of the front end of what looks to be a an old UJM of some sort to it because those were noted for their excellent handling characteristics. Uh-huh. Not at all skinny, slushy forks with one lonely piston on the single caliper. Uh-huh. Yeah. What the fuck? It's it's the back end of a lug with, uh, you know, diamond plate. And he's got the, the shifter there. Mm-hmm. That's the original bug shifter, still yeah. in its original position. Yeah. Mounted to the platey thing on the bottom. And, uh, wow. Yep. That's, um, $5,000. I have an inner ear problem and can no longer ride because of the wind blowing in my ear. I bet that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Not because this thing is a death trap. What is this? I, I, if I try earplugs and an extra tight helmet, that's fine, but then I can't hear anything around me, which is a no-no on a bike. <laughs> okay. I like the way there's visible rust on the uh, triple trees. Visible rust, like, everywhere? It fills me with, not on the not on the diamond plate, man. <laughs> the motor, yeah, visible <laughs> rust in, in generous amounts. Uh-huh. Yep, so there you go. Wow. Uh, I don't think that would go up the ramp. <laughs> or at least the middle would go up the ramp, and then it would snap in half. <laughs> and then you go, oh. But that windshield would protect you from the metal part. Yes, yes. The windshield, which, like everything else, there's, there's, yeah. You know, okay, we're making fun of this thing, but it was cl- clearly made with love. This is, yeah, that's this, the thing. This, this, is, this is another one of the ones somebody had an idea, and they knew exactly what it wanted to look like, and they made it, and they made it painstakingly, and it. They did exactly what it said on the tin. This is its I thing. still think it's a terrible idea, but... Ah, but, you know, he, and he even went so far to put some nice seats on it. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. Mm. I got to see something else. Okay. Yep. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Volkswagen custom trikes... What? Uh, and, and, okay, another... And, a 1982 custom Volkswagen trike. 
Serious buyers only. <laughs> Asking $12,000. Now, okay, this guy did a nice body work, body mm-hmm. job. This nice is... smooth body job. You got the kind of chopper handlebars in the long front end, which yeah. helps it be a little more stable and a little less tippy overy. This looks pretty cool. Yeah, the weight um, distribution ends up being tolerable when you do this kind of setup with a trike. Sparkly paint, swoopy body work. Mm-hmm. You got the, uh, the stitch seats. What the and, of course, the all-important painting of a naked woman giving birth to a spider. <laughs> For no trike is truly complete without a picture of a woman giving birth to a spider on it. With a skull on the spider's body, it looks like. Uh, well, you know, I mean, come on, Chuck. You can't very well have a spider that a woman is giving birth to on a trike without I'm sorry, a skull. I'm sorry. This, this, this is a deal killer for me. Really? I, I want to have a wizard with a crystal ball. Well, you know, I, you, with a naked woman in the crystal ball. Well, you know, here's what you do: draw woman. the crystal ball around the naked woman giving birth to a spider, um, because it's classy, and you should leave it there. Uh-huh. And then you add the wizard and stuff in later. I I need my my wizard. I I that I, looks big. I am trying. It, it's the entire top of the thing. Yeah, where I'm, would my wizard go? I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to imagine the conversation, <laughs> honestly. Of so, so what? What do you want on your bike, sir, for the paint job? I want a spider coming out of her vajayjay. Uh, give her big hooters. I think I must have misheard you, sir. Bigger tatas and a spider coming right out of that vajayjay. Good lord. <laughs> and after that shop closed, he went to the next shop, who also closed just to avoid him. But the third shop, that shop. That sounds like a great idea. I will do that for $50. Did the paint job. <laughs> Providing a woman who was naked with the aforementioned large hooters with tan lines painstakingly added in. Giving birth to a Here's spider. Here's a picture of my old lady. Draw her on there with the spider coming out of her bajajay. Yeah, I, 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 good God. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some bad crap on motorcycles and we've seen some really bad. Crap. Okay. So this is confusing me. Yeah. Why is that? We're postulating mm-hmm. that the spider is coming out of her vagina. Uh huh. Why are the spider's rear legs behind her? Now, she can't be riding this spider because it, that looks like its main body right there that's right in front of her vajayjay. It, it's, no, maybe that's its head. And so, yeah, so she's... So um, it's got a skull kind of head thing. I, and then she's riding it naked. Wait a minute. Are you, are you, are you... Are you really debating I the artistic merit questions. of a picture of... This, I, 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 have I can't que- even look at it. It's, God, it's terrible. I have questions. There, everyone has questions. <laughs> Chuck, first you painted this has questions. Riding the spider? I, 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 is she giving birth to the spider? Give the guy a call. Is she, I mean, she, are, she looks like she's in ecstasy. You is can this, call them. Is this good for her? Is you this can call pleasurable? them right now. <laughs> call them now. I don't, I'm not a serious buyer. <laughs> now, they'll, they'll, Tell you all about the he paint only job. wants to talk to serious buyers. I don't. He's he's had so many people calling <laughs> to ask about this paint job. I would like to send this to Midnight. That's really what it is. What he's really saying is stop asking about the paint job. Oh my God! Stop asking about the paint job. Seriously. I mean, is the, is the spider 
consenting I, to this? Dude, I, this, I don't know. Is the spider I, having fun? I is this good? I don't even know. Is, is, this, is this good? I mean, and, and, and look Please, at those, just, look just at those, take it off the screen. Look at those it's, last pair of legs. I know. How I, are I, those connected I, to anything? Chuck. Their spiders aren't built like that. No, they aren't. They really, really aren't. Is this, maybe this is a spider? Could this be an ant? I got chanted, please. <laughs> We're going to put that link up, and I recommend that nobody click on it. And for God's sakes, don't do it at work. <laughs> I am sorry in advance. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, we have one more deal. Since you didn't like my first bargain of the century. Okay. Uh, we have another bargain of the century. All right. Yep. So, this is a new 2009 Buell Ulysses XB12XT. Collector's I, I, classic. I could use a spare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from last year made. It's an X, it's the, uh, this is the one that has the thicker forks, I think, so they don't, you know, bend quite so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2009. Probably has the bearings. I think they did a bearing mm-hmm. fix there. Less, less exploding in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, go uh, on. it's, it's a dual sport, 20 miles, uh, on it. It's only got 20 miles? Well, it's practically new. It's been sitting at the dealership in Moab forever. 1200 Thunderstorm V-Twin, hard bags, you know, all the usual shit. Um, bought as a replacement for my 2006, I have not needed to replace. Last year made, garaged with cover. $14,500. What? I'm sorry, did, what? It's, uh, 145. Is that a typo? That's no, 14.5. $14,000? Well, when it was new, it sold for 12 and a half. It's not a fucking SX. <clears throat> It's a collector's classic, Chuck. It says they're right in the title. $14,000. Like classic. American? Apparently. It's in Moab. But maybe pesos? <laughs> they take pesos out there, right? It's a collector's classic. Bullshit! You can't, you can't get this. It's, you know, I mean, there's no other place to get one of these. Except your garage. Except bad web. <laughs> except your garage. Um, <laughs> Are they, are we a hundred percent sure that this is not just a listener who took a picture of your Someone bike? Someone is fucking with me. They took a picture of your bike and posted it. <laughs> Pat, you are fucking with me. You did this on purpose. I think you should buy it. I think a spare would come in handy. Fourteen thousand. I am tempted to call him and ask that. Bargain at any price. Gotta be a typo. No, no one is, no one is going to be like, well, it's, it's, it's only got 20 miles, so it's like basically new. It's six years old. Basically new. There's no support it's for it. It's barely going anywhere. They will laugh you out of any Basically new. I challenge you to find one as new as this one with as few miles anywhere. I'd be curious if I show up at the dealer with this thing, because it's only got 20 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to be under warranty. Right? right? What would happen? <laughs> I think you Besides might be laughed laughing. out of the seat. <laughs> I'm going to view your this season. It's only got 20 miles on it. I need you to work on it. Here's you my pushed war- it that far? Here's my warranty. You guys have to honor it. 20 miles, most of it pushing. <laughs> you know, there are Buell Ulysses out there that mm-hmm. Eric Buell has signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a collector kind of item. No, this one is. It says it right there. In, in English, on the font. Go get it. Come on, Chuck. You know you need it. This is the collector one. Yours is not the collector's classic. Yours is the shit can. <laughs> New Chuck's Buellissies. Shit pile. 
What if I sell mine and call it like, you know, the podcast classic? Ooh, we could sign it. We could sign it. We mm-hmm. could both sign it and be like this and put a wheel nerd sticker on it. We mm-hmm. call it the wheel nerds limited. Wheel nerd special classic. edition classic screaming uh, hawk. Yes. <laughs> That's got legs. For twenty grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can go buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> and still have like five and a half grand left over, which is approximately five and a half thousand times uh the money we've ever gotten from the show. <laughs> Uh, you know, if I were to buy this bike for fourteen thousand mm-hmm, dollars, mm-hmm. you have my permission to kill me mm-hmm. in any way you see fit. I might just slap the shit out of you on general principle. <laughs> have you seen that slap off? Slap offs are a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because nobody ever thinks a slap is going to hurt that bad. No, but you see people getting knocked out. Yeah. Holy shit! You're still hitting them with a hand. Why are they doing this? Because they're idiots. <laughs> The same reason somebody would buy a Buell for $14,500, obviously. Do you know how Or hard? paint a picture of a woman giving birth to a spider on the back of a fucking trike. I wonder how much it would cost me to get that painted on my Buell. <laughs> I think you should call and ask just to see the reaction of the shop. So this is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should call this person and ask them if it has, if it has the requisite picture. I only like vehicles, but the picture... <laughs> It needs to have this on there. I have very specific needs. I have a very particular set of needs. (laughs) I will find you, (laughs) and I will buy your bike. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) So there you go. Bargain of the century. So he... Clearly, he bought this brand new. Yes. And then just covered it. Yes. This man's a rapist. You think so? He's going, he's trying to lure people out to Moab mm-hmm. so that he can rape them. I see. I think he might want to lower the price if he's using this bait. <laughs> so here's a bike that, uh, you know, as soon as something breaks, you're fucked. Legal disclaimer may not actually be a rapist. <laughs> so as soon as anything breaks, and I mean anything like mirrors, uh, <laughs> like, like small plastic pieces, uh, and, and anything at all, runs out of gas, tear in the seat. <laughs> Uh, wow. You're, you're screwed. That's, uh, mm-hmm. no, no. There is a way you could spend more than that on a bike, though. Yeah. There's a lot of ways I could spend more than that on a bike. I can think of one in particular. Okay. Hi, John. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks a lot. John was, uh, one of our previous fake Todds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I he may yet be called upon again. Yeah, in fact, I think he might have been the fake Todd inspired the fire Todd movement. It's possible. <laughs> well, let's not go there. I'd hate to see that happen. Well, well thank you, John. That's one of you. See, John is ready to ice cream Todd. <laughs> I enjoy your guys' show. Thank you. Who are you? So, so tell, tell it. Okay, the real reason we're calling you, all other things aside, you bought a Modus, huh? I did. I am uh, officially in the queue uh, to have mine built. Oh, so you actually get to ride a Modus, which presumably is what sold it to you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, <clears throat> just to back up just a little bit and, you know, the, the Modus truck, you know, the demo truck's going around and uh, it was coming to Dallas. And I said, hey, when are you guys coming to Dallas? And they told me when they were coming to Dallas. And uh, the dealer, uh, which is RPM Cycles in Dallas, um, so uh, I emailed them and I said, hey, can I, uh, you know, get in line to uh 
test one of these uh, motuses when they come on the demo truck. And they said no. They pretty much did say no. Uh, <laughs> you were on that podcast with that Chuck. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, But if you come in, we'll let you do the gardening. Yeah, exactly. You could take out the trash. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I don't really do a whole lot with RPM cycles because, you know, I ride the Moto Guzzi and they're a Guzzi dealer. So, you know, I deal with them some on some minor parts and stuff, and I do my own maintenance. And, you know, I made a, a, a post on Facebook that, you know, somebody was saying, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, you guys are coming to my town and I can't wait to ride one. And I, and I put it on there and said, well, you know, don't hold your breath unless you're a big spender at that dealership. You're not getting a spot. <laughs> these guys are dicks <laughs> well you know I, I can totally understand it i mean you don't want a hundred people showing up to ride your you know thirty thousand dollar motorcycle that have no intention whatsoever of, or any inclination of even considering riding one they just want to ride it you know I, it's similar to you know going to a ferrari dealership and just walking in and go hey uh toss me the keys to one of these things let me see what they're all about how high's that rev limiter go? <laughs> uh, hey. why, why they didn't let me ride one? <laughs> so Modus came along and said, "No, no, no. We want it, you know everybody to ride, have a chance to ride our bikes." And uh, um, except Chuck. Well, yeah, except Chuck. And so, uh, you know, I didn't know that Lee Conn was actually the one that makes some of the posts on uh, Facebook. And uh, he emailed me and he asked me if I would be willing to fill out a credit app. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm closing on my house in a week. So, no, I'm not going to fill out a credit app because I don't want you guys to run my credit until I close on my house. And so since I had all my financial information together for the house for the closing, so I sent him my uh, uh, W-2 form for my uh, tax return. And I said, here, I think I think I can qualify to buy your one of your bikes if I want to. Wait, wait, let me say that back to you you sent your w2 to say how much money you make so you could ride a motorcycle yep. so you could try their motorcycle wow that's intense <laughs> i don't know if that makes motors sound better they, they might have worse. they might have just like they, they went through bmw and out the other side with that one <laughs> you know i I, you know, I got to be honest with you, man. If I was with RPM on on their side, I'm like, you know, we got a guy that comes in here and buys, you know, uh, three. Oil. Yeah, he buys three dollar uh, valve cover gaskets for his Guzzi, you know, once or twice a year, and some and some minor parts, you know, because I don't really buy a whole lot of parts. I mean, I'm not a big spender at their company. I don't at their dealership. I don't, uh, you know, trade bikes every year. You know, I find a bike that I like and I, and, and I ride it, you know, I buy the right bike to begin with. And I, I do enjoy riding, you know, riding my own bikes and working on my own bikes. And so I just really don't have a lot of reason to go spend a lot of time or money at a dealership. Um, you know, I mean, I've got my own motorcycle lift. I've got the same lift they have at the dealership, one of the handy motorcycle lifts. i got my own tire changer. I mean, I just don't really need a dealer. You say all this, but still, I've gone to BMW, and the most they've asked me is, do you have a credit card? <laughs> well, they, they don't even wait to hear from me. They just get like, they like throw keys, keys in the tie. face. I come in the door, and it's like four keys, like, smack, smack, smack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to the BMW dealership, and, and yeah, they, they kind of want you to get you on, on a bike because they know it sells bikes. Um, but I think Modus being in their position, Modus is, uh, everything is pretty much built to order. 
So all the bikes that are going around uh, on the demo are all the same bikes that get hauled around. Have we ever talked to me again? I am so going to give him a hard time about that. <laughs> hey, if I send you my W's, <laughs> Lee, can I send you my trust information? Well, you know, <laughs> Will you let me ride the bike? <laughs> well, you know, it kind of irritated me a little bit, you know? It, you think? It like, <laughs> you know what? Well, you know, screw you guys. I mean, I, I can buy one of your damn bikes if I want to. You know, can let you, me make this clear. I can freaking buy one. Let me ride one. Yeah, assholes. Yeah. Can you put us as a successor trustee on your will? <laughs> Give us power of attorney just in case. <laughs> but but damn, you know, if they didn't call my bluff because I got a, a call from uh, they called your boss. No, that they called my bluff. Oh, you called your boss. I was like, they called your boss to verify. No, no. Wow. <laughs> no, so the next day I get a call from the general manager at the dealership, and they're like, well, can you be here on Friday? So I'm like, sure. So Sure, I'll take a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Clear me out of spots of land. Please tell me you did that. No. <laughs> okay. That would be badass. That would be. <laughs> Give me one of your puny bikes. This dude showed up in a helicopter, man. Now, I <laughs> he just... Repelled out the side. We all suddenly felt really lame, no matter how nice our bikes were. <laughs> sort of, sort of inadequate on some level. Uh, there was a guy that did fly in from West Texas to take a demo ride. I'm, I'm, you know. I bet they didn't look at his W two. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they did. Who knows? Well, he had the Boss Hog suit and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> well, boy, I came in on my helicopter with horns on the front of it. I don't really know how you get horns. Roscoe, on the front. go get me that red MST. Go get it for Mike. But uh, you know, I, I, you know, I can see where they definitely want to pre-qualify and pre-screen, um, you know, somebody because it, you are far more understanding than I am. So. Yeah, they, they want to keep the peasants away. Yeah, well, being someone who is on the other side of that fence, <laughs> peasants. <laughs> well, like I said, you know, try walking into a Ferrari All dealership right. and and getting a test ride. Or, okay, I will. So. I, I get it. You see me on KSL. Okay, so now here's here's the thing. He keeps comparing it to a Ferrari, which is starting to make me think. Ah. <laughs> All right. So t- tell us about the test drive. Well, the thing is, uh, I, it sucked. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, last time me and you talked, you know, we talked about if I had the choice between an EBR and a Modus, and and I, you know, I said that I would go with the Modus, but I wish it was five to ten thousand dollars cheaper. Um, yeah. Well, that that choice is a lot cheap, a lot easier now, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you weren't buying the, the motors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, hi, Chad. But the uh, the thing is, I y'all probably don't want to hear this, but I got to ride the MSTR and the MST. Oh, cool! So, you can tell us about the, how that felt. Yeah. Um. So you know, I guess they know you're a pretty serious buyer when you show up with the CFO. You know, to to ride pillion to make sure that uh, you know she's happy. <laughs> what? His wife. Oh, your wife. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm single. I don't know these. Well, I'm, yeah. you, you've had a CFO in the past, I'm sure. Yeah, they, you know, it's I didn't really recognize that at the time, right? Right. <laughs> Which is why she had to take her golden parachute. <laughs> <laughs> her. her uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, her uh, leaving compensation, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you should, oh, I got to ask you first. Uh, this dealership, did it have an espresso machine? You know, I don't know if they do or not. Fucking low rent. You know, I, I, I don't really, uh, like I said, I don't really spend a whole lot of time in there. Not even a Keurig? Oh, I'm sure they do, but, you know, <laughs> who the hell wants to have, a, you know, espresso in Texas when it's, you know, 90 degrees and 75% humidity? It's not exactly the drink of choice. Todd's hand is almost bouncing off the ceiling. You can pretty much say, do you want an espresso? And just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just just get you one from there. So you you go to the dealership with your wife. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we show up in all our, uh, you know, all our garb. And um, so we tell, you know, I tell Lee, I, I said, well, you know, I, I brought her along just to make sure that she's comfortable. Um, and he's like, no, no, I totally understand. And he's like, so here's what we'll do. He said, we'll put you on the R by yourself and we'll go, you can go solo, uh, so you can get a feel for the bike, um, by yourself. And then when you come back, we'll put you on the MST. We'll put the side bags on it. We'll put the trunk on it. Um, and so that she can, and we'll do another, uh, ride with her on the back so that she can see what it's like, uh, as a passenger. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the MST, the, MSTR that I rode was the white one that has the driving lights down on the lower legs of the fork. And so if you see any of the YouTube videos, they're all the same bikes that Modus carries around from dealer to dealer. So, um, that's the one I rode first. Um, and it's really kind of odd when you first start these bikes up. It sounds like somebody put a bunch of lug nuts in a, a cement mixer. I mean, and, and I'm like, what the hell is that sound? You know, and so I, when we, that's 100% America. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was, it's almost like, uh, you know, you know how people, uh, you know, worry about the, uh, dry clutch plates on a Ducati or something like that. They think your bike's broken. This was kind of like, that's what I was kind of like. I was like, is this supposed to make that sound? You know, I mean, and this from a Gucci owner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, is this supposed to make that sound? And Lee's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, just just go. So, but I mean, once you're once it started up and it's actually and it's running, you don't hear you don't hear that uh, that god awful sound anymore. Um, they're backing away from it. <laughs> but uh, there, there's a good explanation to that when I, I talked to the mechanic uh, after the rise, and we'll we'll come back around to that. So um, it was uh, Boris. He's the general manager at the uh, RPM Cycle, and I've known him for several years. Um, just trading with him, I've bought a. Uh, MV Augusta Bertali from him and um you know I, but you know I don't trade bikes every year like I said so anyway the it was uh me him and I think three other guys uh went on the first leg so it was um you know I got to say it really wasn't that great of a uh of a, of a ride from the from the sense of the route because you know they're in the middle basically in the middle of Dallas and this was Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon. So it's not like we were out on the back roads, um, mm-hmm. you know, dragging knee or anything like that. But it did give me a good sense of the power of the bike. It did give me a good sense of the handling of the bike. So, um, just from, just talking from, uh, you know, from startup, like I said, it sounded like, you know, lug nuts and a cement mixer. But once the engine got fired up, I mean, it, it sounded fine. It sounded awesome. It sounded like, you know, like a, a small V8, which is, you know, the kind of the deal that they're pushing, um, as far as their engine goes. Um, 
and you know the the weight of the bike is you know 550 600 pounds depending on whether you you know want to listen to what they have to say or read the spec sheet on on the website so it's somewhere between 560 and and 600 pounds um when you take it off the side stand it doesn't feel that heavy though that's kind of what surprised me and i guess that's because uh, you know, most of the weight, uh, being in the motor and the transmission, um, very, very low in the frame. If, you know, if you look at it, I mean, it's, it's, it's fairly low, almost like, you know, a Goldwing. Goldwing has that big flat six and it weighs 600 pounds, but it, you don't feel like you're taking 600 pounds off the side stand. Um, it felt more similar to, I had a first gen Multistrada. It felt more similar to that weight-wise, uh, taking it off the side stand. You know, I'm not going to say something stupid like, oh, well, the weight goes away when you start driving it or, you know, when wheels start turning. Well, that's true for every bike. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a, a, a you know, a, a nonsensical statement to make that, oh, the weight disappears once you get up to 30 miles an hour. You know what show you're on, right? You, you can make nonsensical statements. Really. <laughs> It's kind of a thing. Yeah. So I will tell you this, man. We we uh, pulled out of the parking lot, and you know I'm kind of getting the sense of it. You know, typically when you're riding a new bike that's that's not yours, and you're taking it out for a test spin, it's a little bit uncomfortable. It's not your bike. It's expensive. This one in particular is expensive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I got to say I was actually very comfortable. The sergeant seat was uh, very comfortable. The you know shift lever foot uh, brake pegs were all in the right spot. Um, I, and on the R version, uh, the default handlebar is a low Rizoma bar. A bike this powerful, I mean, my, my immediate thought would be, okay, is the, does the power come on real hard, or is it sort of, do they tame it at the low end? Um, well, here's, here's the thing. Uh, we pulled out of the parking lot, and I hit the gas on that R, and I'll tell you what, those handlebars went from my palms to my fingertips, uh, you know, instantly the power it comes on low in the RPM range, you know, so it's not like an inline four where you get, you know, the top end rush, you got to, you know, rev the piss out of it to get, um, most of the power. Um, so, you know, as a Guzzi rider, um, it felt uh, very similar in that fashion because, you know, Guzzi has, you know, like the big flywheel and you have a little bit of over rev with, uh, with, you know, once you get, you let off the gas, you still continue to have a little bit of power climb before it drops off because of that huge flywheel. Um, so it's, it's, uh, very similar to a Guzzi in that fashion. Um, and it, and I think some of that, uh, mass on the uh flywheel also keeps the the rear wheel from you know just spinning out so you know you'd hate to you know pull out of a uh be leaned over pulling out of a parking lot hit the gas and then just basically have the bike you know fishtail right out from underneath you um and, and there wasn't any any anything like that um you know so that extra mass of that flywheel probably probably helps with that and I, and I'll, I'll talk more about the the mass of the flywheel uh, later, because I know there's some people out there that are talking that, oh, well, the bike at this price, it doesn't even have traction control, it doesn't have electronic adjustable suspension, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have that, blah, 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 blah. That's great traction control. Don't don't whack the gas so damn hard. Well, yeah, exactly, my point. Then you don't have traction. Um, but, you know. Did you hoist a wheel? I did. <laughs> he went all the way down the street with one finger in the air. Uh, twice. <laughs> 
Did you mean to? Uh, not the first, the second not time. Not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was the uh, the second time I rode. That was with uh, Christina on the back. Well, she wasn't expecting it at first, and she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Because we have a, a autocom intercom, so we had that hooked up with us as well. So, oh my God, stop that! You know, she's just like, "What are you doing? Stop that!" And then uh, bike got away from me. Sorry. Then we got into traffic and. Uh, and uh, Boris and he did a stoppy. <laughs> uh, Boris and Lee were uh, squeezing ahead of this pickup truck, so I'm like, "Oh, what the hell? I will too." So here I am on second gear, roll on him, pop another wheelie with her on the back. But <laughs> how many demo bikes did they bring? Uh, one, two, three, four, four or five. Well, five if you count Lee's, because Lee was riding the one that they took out to Bonneville. That uh, doesn't have any mufflers on it. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> What sold you on this bike? Well, you know, like I said, I've been following these guys from the very beginning, um, you know, back from the time that this basically was concept on the, on a napkin. And I wasn't really prepared to spend that kind of money on a motorcycle. Sure. Who is? Exactly. Um, besides Boss Hog. So what sold me on this bike was I missed the handling of my first gen Multistrada. Um, I missed the narrow seat. Uh, it was a very comfortable bike to ride. Um, it was also uh, a great handling bike. I mean, up up here in Arkansas, we have these roads that are, you know, very twisty hairpin, and you can take those on a on a good handling bike. You can take those uh, with one hand on the bars and wave at, you know, the Harley riders that are white knuckle on it, you know, come in the opposite direction. <laughs> Finger quotes, wave. <laughs> yeah. So... Or point at the ground like they do, you know. Point. <laughs> but uh, but in those type of turns up there, they're so busy trying to handle their their Harley Davidson um, that they don't wave back because they're literally gripping onto the bars so so hard. And you know, yeah, I on my bike, I'm completely comfortable, you know, with one hand on the bars. But the bike handles great. And so this bike handled very similar to that in that fashion. Hmm. Um, it does not feel like a bike that weighs as, as much as it does. Like I said, it feels about like a 400-pound bike, hmm. not just riding it, but even just lifting it off the side stand. Uh, okay. So, I mean, but still, it's you, you say you, you compare it to your, your old Multi. And that, that bike's half the price. Why, uh, less than half. Why not go to get another multi? Well, you know, if you get a multi-strata with saddlebags, if you get the the touring multi, you're looking at twenty grand. So that's still considerably less than it this is, bike. It is <laughs> uh, what what was it about this bike? I mean, what because the fact that it's not a Ducati. Oh, okay. I've had, I've had two Ducatis um, in the past. I've you know, so I know what the maintenance is like. I know what the service intervals like. I know what the dealer experience is like. Um, you know, basically to do anything on a Ducati, the, the great thing about a Ducati is they're very compact. They're very narrow, very slim. Uh, and so is this bike. Um, but to work on this bike, you don't have to take it completely apart like you do a Ducati. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, to do a valve service interval, you can pay the dealer, you know, $1,200 to do it. This bike uh, has a hydraulic lifters. So there are no valve adjustments ever. I, I remember Lee at uh, Bonneville was talking a lot about how they, they designed the motor to be very, mm-hmm. very easy to work on. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, like he likes, Lee likes to say, basically, you put gas in it, you put oil in it, you keep tires on it, and you ride the bike. Hmm. And that, that's all you do to it. Um, I was talking to one of their mechanics afterwards, and they're even going to be developing a customer portal on their website. So with this, basically like a um, online shop manual. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're even going to have uh, tutorials. And he's like, well, I sure hope they don't pick me to do the tutorials. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a cool idea because I bet it's cheaper for them to make those than it is to print the manual. Well, there's yeah. that. And even if you don't want to work on the bike yourself, um, everything is so easy to get to. You're not going to be ending up paying a mechanic $110 you know, for eight hours worth of work to do something on the bike. Um, I was talking to the mechanic and he's like, yeah, you can have that clutch out and in your hands in 12 minutes. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, Which is particularly useful if you're Chuck. Chuck? Shut up. Not too many. One clutch (laughs) in the woods, in the woods, outside of cell phone range. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was able to walk to cell phone range. Nice. Just because you were the only one I could reach to help me push it out of the woods. <laughs> Which bike was this? That would be a Ulysses. That would be the, uh, the, the Did first... you know Ulysses isn't light? No, I, I know they're not light. Yeah. The mm, first Ulysses? Mm, mm. Did you know that I am not the person you want steering and braking the bike when it's being pushed? No, no. no. <laughs> I'm I'm much better as the pusher. I see Okay, so it's so it's easy to work on. It's got great handling. I mean, the motor, it sounds like, is just nuts, basically. Oh, yeah. I, when I got back from the first ride, Lee comes over and he's like, so what would you think? And I said, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. You should not be producing a bike that has this much torque. This should be, it yeah. should be illegal. Look, so that was on the R. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happened when you got into the the the, the, the standard? Uh, the the MST. Um, the basically the differences are the R brakes a little bit better because it's got the monobrock monoblock uh, brakes versus you know just the standard Brembo brakes. Um, which are still pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the thing will still stand. You know those crappy Brembos. Yeah, the thing will still stand on its head. So, um, but was it six thousand dollars better? No, not a, not a, not to me. Um. Uh, yeah, but I also wanted something, you know, to do, uh, long distance touring on and my Ducati Multistrada, at least the first gen, um, was a little bit too light, you know, especially if you're having to cover any interstate and get any kind of crosswind. Um, mm-hmm. so that's what I do like about my Guzzi is if I do have to do some interstate travel to get to where I'm going, you know, the freaking thing is so heavy. Um, you know, it's a pretty stable ride on the interstate. Um, uh, but once you get into the turns, then you're, you know, you're really having to work it, you know, especially, um, uh, the Breva has got a six and a half gallon gas tank. So the weight is up high. So that's basically the main difference. And, and really what I was hoping for was a bike that handled as well as my first gen Multistrada, but was more comfortable and more, um, more Stable. More performance oriented and, but yet still stable. So I wanted something that handled like nobody's business, but yet was still stable if, in case I, you know, I have to do those long stretches and man, they nailed it. They, it, they nailed it. I mean, it's spot mm-hmm. on. Um, if you're not ready to buy one, do not ride one. 
okay. you, I, I'm serious, guys. I mean, you'll ride this thing and you'll be scratching your head going, uh, which kidney do I want to sell to get this thing? Todd's. <laughs> See, that's easy. Hey. <laughs> Wait easy. a minute. I'm using mine. <laughs> so, what, let me ask you this. Are you, are you doing financing for the bike? Uh, I am. Uh, okay. Putting... Are they doing any kind of like deals for that or? Um, they're, they're using, uh, who is it? Freedom Road Financial. Freedom Road? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you didn't have to explain like 20 times what the bike was. Well, <laughs> Although I imagine the conversation with the insurance people must have been fine. Uh, well, actually, no. I mean, it's fine. Um, uh, they, they had numbers for that bike? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not using Freedom Road Financial. I'm using Nationwide because I've used them twice in the past. And uh, they're very easy to deal with um, and uh, got pre-qualified with them. No problems. They don't really care about the name of the bike or whatever. They're just like, hmm. you want a loan? Okay, here you go. Um, hmm. Insurance-wise, uh, that was somewhat of a challenge. I've got an insurance broker, and he did. He made a few calls, and he's like, well, there's two companies that won't even write a policy for this bike. <laughs> <laughs> you have a what? Yeah, exactly. Um, Click. <laughs> So if it's not in their drop-down menu, you know, they're not interested. Um, and one of them wanted like $1,700 a year to insure it. And I'm like, no. I said, did you check with Dairyland? Um, you know, because they're usually pretty pretty good on rates. And uh, he's like, well, no. And I'm like, so I just went online uh, on to Dairyland's website real quick. Uh, did a real quick quote. It was in their system. And... Uh, $662 a year. Sounds like your insurance broker sucks. Yeah, kind of my read. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest with you, most insurance brokers are, they're into home insurance and then they're into automobile insurance and sure. motorcycle insurance. Unless, you know, you're working with somebody like Dairyland that's, you know, motorcycle specific. It's like going to State Farm for motorcycle insurance. Sure, they'll write you a policy, but it'll be three times higher than anybody else usually. Yeah. Um, so what's your what's your wait time for the spike? Uh, well, since they're just now getting spooled up, initially they had told me that it was going to be ninety to one hundred and twenty days uh, because they really haven't started production yet. Um, basically, they're going to have four guys building bikes, and that's it. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there may be days where they do nothing but mount and balance tires, and there may be days where um, they're assembling bikes and then they've got another guy that assembles the engines, um, which is not unlike, you know, uh, most Italian or most European, uh, bikes that are in low numbers. I mean, basically you've got a guy that builds the engine and the engine comes along with a cart that has the frame on it and everything else. And one guy finishes the whole bike. Um, and they were saying the guy that finishes the bike has to go ride the bike. Um, so. And we would have to replace him about every 15 to 16 days when somebody screws up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they said you'll find little, uh, you know, people that built, whoever built the bike, you'll, you'll find signatures under body panels and stuff like that. So that's kind of a cool idea. <laughs> Use condoms. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I would be the worst person to be in a bike assembly line. You'd start like hiding strange things in it. Teddy bears with one eye missing. Parts of my sandwich. <laughs> Draw, Scratch, uh, lottery tickets. Drawing penises on parts. And... 
draw, yeah, draw dicks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That would be the. I would not last long in But <laughs> so ninety to hundred. That's not uh, ninety to hundred twenty. That's not near as bad as I would have expected. Well, I was totally expecting to hear like, "Up oh, your." No, 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 no. So there. Here's here's the alternate plan. Uh, the dealers um, are ordering. Uh, most of the dealers are ordering like four or five bikes um, for floor stock. Um, so if you if you come in and you are ordering like say a red MST and the dealer has already placed an order for a red MST, you get that bike. Oh, so okay. they'll what they'll do is they'll just change the spec sheet to what you want on the bike uh, versus what the dealer had ordered, uh, but you'll get that spot in the line. How much customization do you get to do with the bike? All of it. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, that's... <laughs> so I could sit there and be like, I want you to draw dicks everywhere on this bike. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that what the, they'll do that. <laughs> There's a checkbox. Dick on everybody panel. <laughs> but basically, the one cool thing that's about about the Modus is they will build it any way you want. So, you know, the R version comes with the carbon fiber wheels. And the MST uh, comes with, you know, the Oz forged wheels. They're not cast, they're forged, so they're a little bit lighter than the cast wheels, um, which I think is probably contributes, uh, you know, mostly to its flickability, but yet stability, because um, you just you don't have that gyroscopic force of those big, heavy-ass wheels like you have on a Guzzi where you just really have to lean on it to get it to turn. Um so I think that's how they, they get away with some of the great handling on that, besides the fact that it has, you know, top shelf, you know, Olin's forks on it. Um, so could you say, you know, I want this MST, but I want the wheels from the You arc. sure can. Hmm. Um, and, if you, and if you want uh, if you want an R version, but you want the alloy wheels because you don't really want to be changing your own tires with on a $2,000 wheel, Probably not. No. Yeah, so uh, they can do that, uh, and I mm -hmm. priced one out that way. Um, and you, the the cool thing is, if you're putting a cheaper part on, they will give you credit back. Versus if you go to a Harley dealer, everything's done <laughs> at the dealer level, so the bike gets shipped out with a, ha a handlebar or whatever, and then when it gets to the dealer, the dealer puts on the accessories that you want. So basically, you're paying for a handlebar twice. You don't get any credit for that part. Yeah. But you get the Harley dealer gets the bike. He puts on the accessory he wants to sell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then you buy. Yeah, it. exactly. Um, okay. So basically, the difference on the R version, if you wanted the Oz wheels, was seven hundred and fifty-six dollar credit. You know, so um, the the MST comes with a, a progressive shock. Um, it's adjustable for rebound and preload, but not compression. Um, so if you wanted the Olin's rear shock off the R version, but you want an MST, you can do that. So three to four months wait. So pretty much through summer. Well, you know, I talked to Boris the other day, um, and he said uh, he he's thinking it's not quite going to be that long. He, um, with my bike, he said it's probably going to be about four weeks. Okay. So, that's not so no, that's not so bad. Um, that's that's doable. So I'm interested, actually, in what your what your what did your wife think of the passenger accommodations? Because you know, looking at the bike, they look pretty um, pretty sparse. Well, 
you know, they, they said for the rider, they tried to get about a 90 degree angle, uh, for your knee. Um, and I don't know if it's 90 degrees or not, but it's pretty damn comfortable. Um, and I asked her, I said, so what do you think? I mean, cause you certainly don't want to spend this kind of money on a bike and have her go, well, you know, I can't ride back here because my knees are, you know, touching my chin. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. that's a whole different discussion, right? <laughs> um, but she said, yeah, I could sit back here all day. Um, nope, no problem at all. I mean, it's a sergeant seat, so, um, it was plenty comfortable for, for both of us. You know, one of the problems we have on the Guzzi is the passenger seat is kind of sloped forward. So she, you know, inches her way down, slides into the back of me. Then she has to push herself back up and then she eventually, you know, ends up sliding back down to me. So, um, she doesn't really care for that seat so much. I mean, it's doable, but, you know, she it, this bike, she had no issues sliding down towards me. Um, very, very comfortable. She said, you know, like I said, she said she could ride back there all day long. Um, and that was with the saddlebags on and with the, um, their trunk on. So um, it's just a great balanced bike. I mean, uh, I mean, even the fine details like, the, like, you know, stamping the torque specs on all the fasteners. Oh, that's freaking brilliant. Oh, really? Oh, really cool. God, I would love yeah. that. So if you got an axle nut and you don't want to have to go, you know, open your laptop and find your workshop yeah, manual flip, or flip, and motherfucker oil on that part. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's stamped right on the fastener. Um, that's so cool. You know, just the little attention details, you know, after talking with Lee, he's like, yeah, we even, you know, we tested with all different kinds of tires and he's like, man, you'd be surprised at how much difference there are in the weight of tires. So that's kind of why they went with the uh, Pirelli tires is because they were uh, much lighter uh, than the competition, but yet gave similar mileage. Mm -hmm. Are you are you willing to tell us what your out-the-door price is? Uh, it's about 32. Okay. Hmm. So, but I put it up, I added a few options, not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I went with the dark uh, screen instead of the clear uh, the blue bike that I rode had the touring screen on it. I didn't like it at all. Um, mm -hmm. it's wider. I, I don't know if it's taller or not, but, um, a little more buffeting. Um, that would be kind of cool to be able to go into a dealer, sit down and be like, this is the bike I want to build. Yeah. Yeah. As compared to like having to dick around and find the bits and pieces as you go. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the reasons that I don't have a windscreen on my Brevis because I just got tired of trying to find, you know, the perfect windscreen because you just mm -hmm. actually, you get less noise and less buffeting with no screen. And the, the regular screen that comes on this thing, man, it's just, it's perfect. I mean, it's spot on. And I didn't hear a single person complain about any wind noise or buffeting from, uh, from the windscreen. Do you know if they sold any other bikes? Uh, they sold, RPM has got four bikes sold at that oh, one wow. dealership. Yeah. Uh, one guy there, they were supposed to bring his bike that day. Um, but, uh, they had to leave for Texas and it wasn't quite done yet by a couple of days. Okay. So, so they're already like making delivery of bikes. Yeah. Yeah. They sure are. Okay. They sure are. Um, but I added the uh, heated grips, uh, the heated seat, which is heat, uh, is heated front and rear. Um, you can add a couple more power outlets if you want, um, but there, it comes with one on the dash. Um, the progressive rear shock is it's really a great shock. 
um, despite it not having any adjustment for compression. Yeah, but how many? Let, let's be honest. How how many people really know how to adjust their damping? Well, how many people know you're supposed to um, rebuild your shock and change the oil in it, and change the oil in your forks? You know, there's a lo- there's True. a lot of people that think fork oil is supposed to last the lifetime of the bike. Forever and ever, especially when it leaks out. All of the crap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder um, why is my front end pogoing? I don't get it. Why does this side go squeaky? <laughs> why is it when I clamp on the brakes that it nose dives? Why is it I burnt up my clutch on a rocky road? <laughs> that that's not your fork's fault. <laughs> I think it might have been. You could try blaming it on the fork, but yeah. I'm, I that's my story from now on. Fork. <laughs> Dive, <laughs> sheer, sheer fork, dive, forces. So the other, the other, and possibly most important question we could ask you about the motors you bought: what color? Red. No, no. The most important question is when do we get to ride it? Uh, when you get your asses down here. Can you pick us up in your helicopter? <laughs> yeah, I can pick you up in my helicopter. Unfortunately, we have to ride in. I the- have to. The little stretcher bed. I do it. I have it. to break your leg and charge it about thirty grand. <laughs> well, how about you break Todd's leg and I just go along as moral support? <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna be using his kidney as a down payment. There you go. There you go. I've got plans. Um, you know, but there's gonna be a lot of people that say, "Well, the bike doesn't have this, it doesn't have that." And, you know, it doesn't have shaft drive. Um, the only thing I can say is those people. It doesn't have shaft. That's. It, we, <laughs> I don't know where to start on that one. There, there's it a is little, a little weird. It doesn't have shaft drive since it's already longitudinal. It is a longitudinal V4. Right? Yeah. Okay. It is a little weird. It doesn't have shaft drive. Uh, but. Yeah, but you know that's also going to add weight and it's also going to add a little bit more cost. But what what I'd say to that is um, people really need to get a full understanding of who Pratt and Miller is. Um, You know they are they do they they handle all the R and D and fabrication and the Mm -hmm. factory racing for uh, GM. So they do the Cadillac team, the Corvette team, the Camaro team. Um, The rear sprocket on this bike has a lifetime warranty. The chain has a 20,000-mile warranty. Uh, and like I said, uh, Lee brought the bike that he rode at uh, Bonneville down. That bike's got 20,000 miles on it, and I looked at that sprocket. There is no hooking. Um, I mean, the thing looks brand new. Um, hmm. That's the bike he wouldn't let me ride. Yeah. Yeah. The white one? <laughs> they wouldn't let me ride either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't think the chain drive is really that big of a deal i mean that thing is pretty beefy um and i don't know what pratt and miller built it out of um but basically that's who did that's who did all the engineering on this bike that's who did all the shakedown uh testing um you know they were going through transmissions left and right which gets us gets us back to that startup sound because i was talking to the mm-hmm. mechanic and i'm like what is that god awful racket on startup i mean i mean it's just it's horrible and he said, well, the problem is we had to put a, this huge flywheel on it because of the firing order of the engine. The torque comes out as kind of a pulsing uh, torque, and that's what was eating up, that's what was eating up gearboxes. So they put mm-hmm. the big flywheel on there to help smooth that out, which I think is, uh, you know, that's why 
you've got a bike with 123 foot pounds of torque, but yet doesn't need traction control. That's the sound of freedom, John. That's it. It's it's freedom. That's it. So it wasn't necessarily the torque, you know, uh, from from launching that was destroying gearboxes. It was the constant droning down the highway with the pulsing uh, of the mm -hmm. engine. It was what he said. What was um, uh, eating up the gearboxes. So he said that's just going to have to be the motor sound. There's no no way they can get around it. You know, with this engine configuration, obviously they're not going to change the engine configuration. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, John, we expect pictures of the bike when it arrives. Absolutely. And thanks so much for being on with us and talking about it. We uh, we can't wait to hear how it is actually, you know, riding around and living with it. Uh, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, it, it was an amazing experience. It was enough, enough of an experience for me to go from, well, this is a bike on my short list to, God damn, I got to have this bike. Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I, seriously. I really want to try this bike now. Uh, if you do, be prepared to, um, you know, like I said, sell a kidney or something, because it is, it's truly an amazing bike. Yeah, Bring your yeah. W2. It's like, yeah, yeah. W2. That'll help. it's like buying a car. <laughs> Isn't it, Todd? Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we got to let you go. Have Cool, guys. Have a, have a good one. All right, y'all too. So, you know, compared to a red Modus, the red Buell is looking... Like pretty good bargain at this point. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He sounds really, really sold on it. Now I really want you to ride. You, you should go ride a Modus so you can buy one, and um, <laughs> and I can ride it. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. You know what I'm gonna do? What's that? If I buy that Modus, yeah, I'm gonna paint a spider coming out of a woman's vagina. <laughs> And then let you ride it and take a picture of it and then oh, put it all over across the internet. It will be worth every penny. Now I'm actually trying to decide, I'm like, would I ride that or not? I mean, it would be theft-proof at that point. What are, is there any identifying marks on the bike? I'm glad you asked. It's going to be a bike covered in dicks and a, and a mural of a spider coming out of a woman's vagina. Wow, this is, a, this is a. I don't. I don't even. Know. I wonder how much Modus will charge me for that option. I, I don't even. I don't even know how to parse out the psychology of that one. <laughs> Where do you even start? You know, that's it's, just covered in dicks. <laughs> I want everyone in the factory to draw a penis in it and sign it, <laughs> so that I know it's real. Thank you, and, and then, good night, And then Chuck. have your painter put the, the mural on. And then there. mural <laughs> on both sides. If you can make the modus letters extra big so everyone knows what it is, that would be great. I get a bike with no logo they'll actually, whatsoever. They'll remove, they'll remove everything modus from it. <laughs> yeah. They'll put like a fake Suzuki yeah. emblem on it. <laughs> uh, they'll write Buell. <laughs> Buell. They're like misspelled <laughs> B-U-L-E. Buell. Uh, you know, as long as they spell Buell with dicks. <laughs> oh, man. Well, but it, well, he just he makes me want to ride one really bad. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. We got some listener mail, too. We do. <laughs> From Ryan. Hey, guys. Uh, I just Ryan. discovered your podcast. I am binge listening like mad to catch up. I've always wanted to ride, and I just bought my first motorcycle, and I'm restoring it. Oh, oh sorry, dude. Okay. 
It's always frustrating. You it's know, a way it's to go. I'm not ready yet. Damn it, still not ready. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the MSF course as soon as possible. In the meantime, I'm trying to learn as much about the sport as possible. Your podcast has been really helpful. What, <laughs> what fucking podcast are you listening to? Jesus. He's confusing us with another podcast. Uh, clearly. That begins with a P. <laughs> Your adventure p- uh, cafe racer? <laughs> Pafé? Pafé racer? Pastel your, racer. Mm, your adventure Starbucks got my attention, and I hastily made a sticker for myself. I thought you would appreciate seeing it, though I doubt it's even remotely marketable because of trademark issues. Yeah, they pretty much sue us into oblivion. Yeah, but we could probably just stick the file up and people yeah. could download yeah. it. You and can make see their own it. Stickers. It's a joke. It's parody. It's awesome. A- anyway, really enjoy the show and the nice roundtables you do with the pace guys. I also totally need to find a sticker like you have that says, We have the fossils, we win. Thanks, Ryan. Where'd you get it? Uh, stampandshout.com. Okay. So the, the site is about half funny stickers and half like completely crazy political stickers of every stripe you can come up with. All right. They clearly know where the money is. <laughs> but the funny crazy. stickers are really funny. But is it, is there a bunch of stickers of dicks that I can slap onto my butt? I gotta figure. Somewhere on there. I have a need. <laughs> it's not being met by current sticker manufacturers. Oh, Lee, if you're out there, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. You can sell me a bike. <laughs> I could see him doing it too, just to be like, oh yeah, you're gonna, you think that's funny? Alright, well, yeah, here yeah, you go. You just Give me your money. <laughs> and they'll get somebody, they'll get some specialist in there to make like just a, 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 a intricately photo, detailed photo realistic <laughs> dicks. Here you go. There you are. Who's laughing now? Have fun. <laughs> Tell everyone it's a Suzuki. <laughs> Uh, Sean wants me to kickstart something. Oh, yes. Chuck, Kickstarter, they want your money. You want pizza delivered via hoverbike. Hoverbike. Yeah, so this is one of those, like, multi-rotor things like a drone that you can ride on. Uh-huh. This is another one I think you should buy so that I can watch you ride it. Uh-huh. Not so I can actually ride it because I want to live. I'm not interested. You know what I want? What's that? I want the treadmill bike. God. <laughs> I want my pizza what, delivered. What if a treadmill? What if you had a treadmill bike that could fly? That hovered? A hover treadmill bike. So in order to in order to hover you have to walk. Oh. And you walk up to make it go up. You see? Yeah. This, this is very easy. The control would make perfect sense uh-huh. to people. Like you go up you walk upstairs. Yeah. It's like a yeah. stairmaster. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Stairmaster hover bike. I like uh-huh. it. Let's do it. I am I'm, I'm liking this. We mm-hmm. should start a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. No, no, no. We should do an Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah, because then we keep the money no matter what. Oh, okay. Then we that the uh, the Indiegogo lets you steal the money. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. it lets you steal it much easier. Oh, okay. Yeah, With yeah. Kickstarter, you have to hit your goal before you can steal it. Oh, I see. You have to pretend you're going to make something and With, then steal yeah. it. Indeed, if whether you make your goal or not, you get to steal it. You steal it. Yeah. Okay, it's awesome. Yeah, like this. Hub, yeah walking hover bike. Well, by I, the wheel nerds. stairmaster hover bike by the wheel nerds. covered in dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's one of many paint jobs you can get. <laughs> you can also get the spider. Never mind. <laughs> the spider vagina. Vagina spider. The vagina spider. Women, do you have a problem with a vagina spider? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to imagine. I say something about his wife. <laughs> maybe he's trying to repel women. Cause that seems like a really effective way to do it. You know? I'm sorry, baby, but you scare I, me. I don't like women, so I'm going to put this on the bike, and they will all like go around me. They will go a block out of the way to go around this. And quite honestly, most dudes will too. Maybe he's saying something about his wife. I shudder to think. Yeah, it's just you know, it's gone downhill. Mm. The, the love is the love is gone. Mm. Magic is left. 
<laughs> Must be why he's selling a trike. You know my ex has spiders crawling out of her vagina. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Mike writes, Hey Chuck, just listened to the latest show. The Super Tenere Conversion got my attention. Conversation. Oh, the Super Tenere Conversation got my attention. I had a 2013 Triumph 800XC and currently have a 2015 Super Tenere ES. Ooh. The ST has a lower seat height than the Triumph, and for me, it's much more comfortable. The Tiger seat was a god-awful mess of a man-crushing mess. Plus, the tall seat height, I didn't get any relief at stoplights. It was always applying pressure. The ST, not so much. Lower seat height and more relaxed ergos. Love the ST, and I couldn't get rid of the Tiger fast enough. Interesting. I've never heard Claire complain about his seat. Have you? No, which is funny because Claire's on like ballet toes on that thing. Yeah. Did he replace the seat? Uh, I Did think he so. Get a yeah, he, uh, I don't know. He's got something that's lower than stock. Yeah. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I still think it would be funny to put Claire on the super. Tenor. Although Claire, Claire, Claire rode around on the freaking the freaking Vulcan seven fifty mm. like it was nothing. I I don't I don't know what Claire what kind of shorts Claire is wearing underneath his riding pants, but they're very very strong whatever they are because mm. that man is not bothered by any seat. Oh, yeah, I thought this was fine. Really? Because this feels like a rock. In fact, I'm looking at it, and I can see striations and quartz crystals. I think this is a rock. You put a rock on your bike. He does like the Corbin. And you're sitting on a rock right now. It's got little pokey bits. Well, he's an older man. Yeah. He's older, you know. Mm -hmm. You'll get there, Todd. You'll get there. (laughs) Sooner than you think. Not before you. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'll I'll, I'll be waiting. Yeah. With, you know, a bike covered <laughs> at in the dicks and the vagina spiders. <laughs> at the extreme bottom of the well of cool, when I land, <laughs> there's one good thing that I know, and it's that I'll have company. Ah. <laughs> uh, what have you learned this week, Chuck? Well, you, you know what happens when you get to the bottom of that well and Claire and I are there? What's that? We'll be reminding you about what the top of the well was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't let you forget. <laughs> Good to know. Remember when you were cool? I've learned that I have no friends. <laughs> I've learned I need a bike covered in dicks. You didn't know that already? <laughs> Not as clearly as I do now. Yeah. Well, that's all I got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm the Vagina Spider. Ladies. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. And I'm the vagina spider. Wait, let's do that again. Fenton was barking. And I'm the vagina spider. Motherfucker! <laughs> oh, it was going in the outtakes. Fenton! <laughs>